0: Welcome to Cathedral Square, hosted by Father Christopher Smith, Episcopal Vicar and Rector of Christ Cathedral in Garden Grove, California. For the next half hour, you'll have an opportunity to find out about some of the history, little known facts, and the upcoming events at the beautiful campus on the corner of Chapman and Lewis, or as we like to say, at
1: the intersection of faith and reason. Welcome to another edition of Cathedral Square with Father Christopher Smith. Coming up in this next half hour, we're going to share some messages from our weekend masses at Christ Cathedral Garden Grove as recorded on Facebook live stream. On the first half of our broadcast, we'll feature a homily from the first Sunday of Advent. Our theme today, stay awake that you may be prepared. Here's Father Christopher Smith.
0: I imagine that most everybody here expects to be alive by the end of the day. I imagine that most of us expect that tomorrow morning the sun will rise and tomorrow evening the sun will set. We expect that we will have air to breathe. We expect that we'll have space to live in. These are normal and very common expectations. And there's something very interesting about these expectations. God promises none of it. God doesn't promise that we'll be alive by the end of the day. God doesn't promise that the sun is going to rise tomorrow or that it's going to set. God doesn't promise that we will always have air to breathe and a place to live. These are expectations that we have from our experience of life. And they are not promised by God. And I'm thinking about that today because of this being the first Sunday of Advent and what really Advent is all about it is all about renewing our trust in the things that God promises to us so if we're going to renew our trust in God's promises it's really really a good idea to really know what those promises are and we have a few of them in today's reading God promises us peace. And we hear that from the beautiful reading of the prophet Isaiah who says their swords will be beaten into plowshares. Nation shall not raise sword against nation nor shall nations ever plan for war again. Whoa! That's quite a promise. Especially to hear in the midst Of a world that has been and continues to be in the midst of so many conflicts globally. God promises salvation. In the second reading today. Paul writes to the Romans. The time will come when you will no longer walk with darkness. But rather you will be armed with light. So all the darkness will go away. And we will always walk. In the light. Wow. That's a difficult promise too. When we see all the darkness in the world and all the things that happen that are not great and the promise that it can be redeemed and saved and we'll walk in light. And we find out in the gospel today that as God promised that Jesus would be born into the world... A promise that has been fulfilled, so we believe. So will Jesus return in glory at a time that we least expect. (laughs) That's a tough one too. We've been waiting for that for over 2,000 years. And I think it's interesting to note that the promises of God sometimes are more difficult to believe in then that the sun is going to rise and set and will be alive and that there will be air to breathe. Because sometimes in life, there's not a whole lot of evidence that those promises are actually being fulfilled. And that brings us to the central promise that we believe has been fulfilled. And that is that Jesus, the Son of God, would be born into the world We believe that God became human flesh, that God became a person just like us in the past. And if we didn't believe that, there's no point for Christmas. It's the only reason that we celebrate Christmas because we believe that what God promised in sending his son actually did happen. Having said that, it also happens that sometimes the places where we least expect to see Jesus are through the events and the circumstances of our lives. I mean, after all, our lives are very complicated. Our lives are inundated with many things these days. The lives of many every day are filled with text messages and email messages and voicemails and Instagram And Snapchat and all kinds of things that are ever-present on our watches and on our telephones and on our TV sets. That fills life many times. And then there's the real things that happen in life. Sometimes we're consumed with worry. And for good reason. We worry about our health. We worry about the well-being of our families and the well-being of our world. We worry about our workplace. Sometimes we're overwhelmed by the demands of working and by the demands of employment and what we have to do in order to provide for our families. Sometimes we're overwhelmed because we feel ourselves weakening physically and we get worried and we get afraid. Sometimes we Know that it's impossible to fulfill all the demands that are placed on us, sometimes by family and friends. And when you put all that together with the inundation of what comes at us through social media and what comes at us in life, it can be tough to see Jesus right in the midst of all of it. And that is what the invitation of Advent is all about. And I've been thinking about this lately and I offer it to you. You know, I'm not going to ask for you to raise your hands because I know the answer. The question is, how many believe? Well, no, I will ask you to raise your hand. How many of you believe that God fulfilled his promise of sending his son to become a person just like us? How many believe that? Well, that's good because that means most of you are going to celebrate Christmas. (laughs) Okay, so here we go. If we believe that God sent his son who gave his life for us, why is it so hard for us to believe that there really can be peace in the world? That the darkness can really be redeemed? And that's what Advent is about. It's taking Christmas, if you will, and letting Christmas be that promise of God fulfilled that we believe in, that inspires us and motivates us to believe in the other promises. And then to do what we can to help those promises to be fulfilled. Let Advent, for all of us, be a time to really start Christmas again every day in our heart. And we say, thank you, God, for sending your son as you promised. And then we say, let us open our hearts to seeing his presence every day in the events and circumstances of our lives. We gather together today those who believe that God has fulfilled the promise Of sending his son into the world, a son who is present with us now and every breathing moment of our lives. Thinking about expectations, expect it, expect it, the Lord's presence among us.
1: And you're listening to Cathedral Square. Thanks for tuning in today. For the second half of today's program, we'll hear again from Father Christopher and a powerful homily that he delivered on the second Sunday of Advent. His message is about saying goodbye, specifically that Advent is the perfect time to say goodbye to our sin. Once again, here's Father Christopher
0: a subject that is not very popular at all, is sin. This is not a favorite topic. And the reality is that sin exists. How do I know? I bet all of you locked your cars before you came into Mass today if you drove a car. I bet before you left your house... You lock the door. Some of you may even have alarm systems and you set the alarm. That's because sin exists. We have laws and we have law enforcement because people break the laws that we have. Sin is a reality. And even though it is not a popular topic, every so often it is a good idea to talk about it. And the reason for that is not to feel guilty, not to feel shame, not to feel bad about ourselves. No. The reason it is helpful to talk about sin every once in a while is in order to get rid of it, in order to let it go. And the reason I'm thinking about that today is because in the gospel, John the Baptist says that the way to prepare for the Lord is to repent. The way to prepare for the Lord is to acknowledge our sinfulness and to get rid of it. That's how the people prepared for the Lord to come the first time and as we get nearer to Christmas we're preparing to celebrate that birth of our Lord into the world and so I was thinking why not listen to John the Baptist and repent (laughs) and let go of our sins. In my experience usually When we talk about sin, we talk about sinful behaviors. And certainly that's appropriate because sin is culminated in a sinful action. However, if all we do is think about sinful behaviors, we're not necessarily going to get rid of it. The reason for that is that our sinful actions have causes behind them. I like to say that our sinful behaviors are really symptoms of something else that's inside of us that is causing that sin to happen. You know, if you are ill, if you treat only the symptoms, you're going to feel better for a little while maybe, but the illness is still going to be there. If we're going to get rid of an illness, we have to treat the cause of it, not just the symptoms when it comes to our own sinfulness the behaviors are named and often the causes are not and so i'm making an invitation to all of us on this second sunday of advent to take a look to see what might be inside of us that is causing sinful Behaviors. Maybe for some of us, it is a deep-seated hurt. A hurt that maybe we haven't acknowledged for years, but it's still in there. And so out of that hurt comes our action of hurting somebody else. And maybe that person had nothing to do with anything that hurt us in the first place. But if we carry around hurt long enough, it's going to show itself in hurting somebody else. Maybe some of us have a, a whole lot of anger inside of us. Or a whole lot of bitterness inside of us. And that anger and that bitterness is going to manifest itself in leashing out, lashing out in anger towards somebody else. In angry words. In, as they say, sometimes passive passive aggressive behavior. We're going to get back at somebody even though that person didn't do anything. To us, and even if they did, that behavior is not acceptable. And a lot of the, the angry ways that we lash out at other people is really based on an anger inside that we have, or maybe being angry with ourselves, or, or maybe carrying around bitterness. And, and I feel lousy, so I'm gonna make sure somebody else does too. I don't know. But sometimes what's going on inside manifests itself in an action. That is sinful. Others of us might be carrying around discouragement or disappointment or disillusionment. And sometimes that manifests itself in not being open to somebody else's perspective or good idea because we've tried everything and it won't work. And we walk around discouraged and disillusioned. Sometimes perhaps we write somebody else off. You know that phrase, I really don't like it. Been there, done that. I really don't like that phrase. Because to me, it's kind of like writing off somebody else's words or, or opinions or or experience. So even if you have been there, done that, let the person express themselves, is what I say. Maybe others of us carry around within us hate or prejudice. And that kind of hatred or prejudice or whatever it might be that's on the inside might manifest itself in negative language about other people. It might manifest itself in some kind of behavior that's not nice towards somebody because we're prejudiced against that person because of race or religion or whatever it might be. So the lashing out in that behavior is really a sign of the prejudice that might be within. You know, I've been hearing confessions For almost 42 years as a priest. And one of the questions that people ask me over and over and over again is, Father... Well, actually, it's more of a statement. (laughs) Father, I don't know why I go to confession because I'm just going to do the same thing again. I find myself doing the same thing over and over and over again. Well... I say maybe the reason that we keep doing the same things over and over again is because we haven't rooted out what's causing us to do whatever it is that's not good in the first place. So maybe if we're impatient, it might simply be because we're not getting enough sleep. So maybe if we slept a little bit longer and got better rest, we'd be more patient with other people. Maybe if we're telling lies, the reason that we tell lies is because we're not being honest with ourselves, or because we're embarrassed. Whatever it is, it is helpful to think sometimes about not only what I did that I'm sorry for, but where did that come from? What got me to that place in the first place? You know, I describe sometimes anger and bitterness and resentment and prejudice and all those kinds of things, I describe those sometimes as poisonous intruders that somehow we let in the front door of our lives and they're taking over the house. Well, I say on this second Sunday of Advent, how about if we take some time to think about what some of those intruders are into our life and by the power of God and Jesus say, you're out of here. No more and march that anger and bitterness and resentment and jealousy or whatever it is right out the back door so that the house is free. It is not easy to talk about sin or to think about it and sometimes it's necessary because that's the way that we ultimately get rid of it. John the Baptist had something when he said, prepare for the Lord by repenting of your sins. Now is the time to repent. Now is the time in these weeks of Advent, with the help of our Lord Jesus Christ, to think about and to name what might be the causes of some of these sinful behaviors that I have engaged in. And let an Advent gesture be Goodbye, you're not in charge here, Jesus is. listening to the cathedral square radio show with father christopher smith to hear this program again or to download the podcast go to occatholic.com and click radio be sure to share and tell a friend as well have a blessed day